a lot of the times in those relationships, it's as though we are hoping that someone else can love us so that we don't have to do it ourselves. And you really can't outsource love and happiness. Hello, gorgeous. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Jessica Harlow podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Harlow. I'm probably best known for being a content creator in the beauty and self-help space. I also have an ebook entitled Manifest Destiny, Secrets Not in the Secret, which is all about the law of attraction and, you guessed it, secrets not in the secret. <laughs> you can get your copy by going to secretsnotinthesecret.com. Again, that's secretsnotinthesecret.com. You can also pre-order my book, The Book on Revenge. Basically, all of my content is centered around the things that I wish that I had known sooner and could really, you know, help you guys out too. Because I always say better late than never, but also better to know how to apply things rather than to just have an idea. So that's what all of my content is centered around. It's all about how to get you to be able to show up as your best self and create a life on your own terms, not what society tells you you should have, not what your parents might want for you, not what whatever expectations are being put on you. It's all about getting really clear about what you want and giving yourself the permission to go after it, um, even when it's not easy, because it isn't always easy, but it is worth it. By the way, if you're enjoying this podcast so far, please take a quick moment to go and leave a rating and a review on iTunes. I'd really appreciate it. If you screenshot it and DM it to me on Instagram, I will follow you back as well as repost you. I love it when you guys let me know that you are enjoying the show. There isn't really a comment section um, for podcasts. So this is kind of like my only way of really knowing what you guys are into is when you guys share it on social media, when you leave reviews, when you DM me about it, when you send me emails, messages, whatever. So um, if you're enjoying the show so far, please let me know. It really helps me to, you know, look, it does wonders for my ego. So anyway, let's get into this week's episode. So obviously, everybody knows Valentine's Day is tomorrow. Um, this episode is going up on February 13th, but Valentine's Day is tomorrow. And regardless of whether you are already in a relationship wanting to be in a relationship, wanting to get out of a relationship, wherever you are right now in your life, no matter whatever it is that you are setting out to do, whatever your goals are, I mean, it's very important to learn how to actually love yourself more, okay? Like, do you really need to love yourself in order to, you know, get great results in your life? No. Um, there's a lot of people who have really great lives, but they don't really, you know, think of themselves as that special or don't really, you know, necessarily love themselves that much. But I will say that when you do love yourself, life just gets better. It gets easier. It gets more enjoyable. Um, it's just it's better to love yourself than it is to not love yourself. Okay, so as Carrie Bradshaw so eloquently said on Sex in the City, she said, the most exciting, challenging, and significant relationship of all is the one that you have with yourself. And it's so true. Okay, we know this, but we don't really understand what it means, usually until we've pretty much gotten our hearts broken. Okay, so you start to learn that, you know, life knocks you down and you start to learn that you are the only constant in your life. Okay, you're the only constant in your life. Your relationship with yourself is the relationship you will have from the moment you are born to the moment you take your last breaths. You are really the only person you can absolutely count on to have by your side at all times. So you might as well make the most of it. You might as well learn to make the most of it. 
you know, so often in our relationships, especially those that don't really go very well, the ones that are maybe perhaps less than requited in nature, um, I feel like a lot of the times in those relationships, it's as though we are hoping that someone else can love us so that we don't have to do it ourselves. And you really can't outsource love and happiness, okay? You really can't outsource love and happiness because it just really isn't, it isn't sustainable. The outside world is always in flux. Things are always changing. People will come, people will go, literally, um, <laughs> sometimes, right? Um, and And the only real solution is to create that stability and that constant within yourself. Okay, to create that, to cultivate that security within yourself. So that way, if and when things on the outside do change and things are moving and changing and going through all of the transitions, you still have a solid foundation within yourself to be able to handle those things much more easily without as much pain. As much as pain is such a necessary part of our lives, and I think it shouldn't be our goal to avoid it completely because I feel like the best lessons that we can learn in our lives often come from pain. We're much more motivated to um, do things in order to avoid pain than we are to do things that could potentially give us pleasure. You know, sometimes we're just like, I don't care what happens as long as it just doesn't hurt, right? Um, But it will just make things a lot more easy, a lot less painful, because after a certain point, pain can become suffering. And we don't have the option to completely avoid pain in our lives. It's kind of inevitable. But we do have the option to learn how to basically avoid suffering, because suffering is kind of, it's sometimes kind of a choice. Very often it is. So anyway, you know, People hear this all the time, you know, love yourself, you know, do you love yourself? But it doesn't really make sense because we're never really taught exactly how to love ourselves. Like, how do you love yourself when you're not even really sure if you love yourself? You know, what does it actually mean? What does it look like? You know, what does it entail? So I've got a couple of tips. I think I have about like five bullet points here. So we're just going to go right on through them and it will hopefully help you guys to get some direction on how you can learn to love yourself more because that's really that's really the goal here. Okay, so first and foremost is treat yourself as you would treat your own best friend, your favorite lover, and your only child. Take an audit of how you speak to yourself. Um, how do you take care of yourself? Do you anticipate your own needs? Do you check in with yourself? regularly to make sure that you are feeling well, how you're feeling, checking in with how you're feeling, what your what your mood is, what you might be what you might be needing. Um, sometimes we get so caught up in the motions of life and our regular routines that you know people don't really take as much time to really truly check in with themselves and check in with you know what's going on within them. We tend to find a lot of distractions in our lives and the distractions can manifest in all kinds of ways until we're actually something will happen sometimes where we're sort of forced to you know pause and slow down whether it's you know you end up getting sick or maybe you end up getting fired from a job, or maybe there's just a point in your life where things seem like they're kind of at a standstill. I feel like a lot of the times those things happen because it's it's a way to basically force us to look at the things that we've been avoiding so that we can finally get a hold of them. So, you know, treating yourself as your own best friend is very important, very, very important. And probably the simplest way I can tell someone who is learning to love themselves more is really start treating yourself the same way you would treat 
you know, your best friend, someone you really loved, someone you really cared about. I mean, does that mean, you know, you're going to just let everything slide? No, there's probably going to be a little bit of tough love in there. Um, but it's about having a compassionate, like, observation of yourself, okay? Observing yourself with compassion rather than constantly beating yourself up over things. So, you know, the same compassion that you extend to those who you love the most, you want to extend that same compassion to yourself and maybe even more when it comes to yourself. So often we extend so much more to everyone else. We make so many excuses for other people. We, you know, give people a lot of room and leeway. Um, And then when it comes to ourselves, we can be really, really hard on ourselves. So it's very important. Treat yourself as you would your own best friend, your favorite lover. I like how I said favorite lover. I wrote That's what I wrote down in my notes. I'm like, your favorite lover. Um, because what if you have multiple? I don't know. Um, it's 2020. People are crazy um, in the good way. Anyways, you know, there's a way of being gentle with yourself, compassionate with yourself, but also giving yourself that tough love that you probably need. Okay, so the next one is ask yourself better questions. Crappy questions will get you crappy answers. What do I mean by this? Well, instead of asking yourself, well, how can I love myself when I don't know if I really do love myself? Um, Ask yourself, how can I love myself a little bit more today? How can I be a little bit more open to loving myself? How can I allow myself to be loved a little bit more? Um, Where and how might I be blocking love or keeping it at arm's length for me? Because this is something that I've noticed. I've noticed it with myself and I'm sure maybe other people can relate um, because we're never alone. Basically, everybody can relate to everybody about something. So I feel like sometimes we hope for things. You know, we hope for things. We hope for assistance, acceptance, love, appreciation, whatever it might be. We hope for all of these things and sometimes they end up showing up and yet we still reject them. We still feel unworthy of them. So we start pushing them away, feeling like we're not ready, we're not good enough. Um, And I think that everybody deserves to be loved and to receive the love that they need so that they can show up as their absolute best selves. Okay, they say love is the cure, love is the answer. I mean, do I think that like literally every single person like do do you I don't know, because listen, like look at Hitler, for example, you know, who would know I think it was Ricky Gervais, the comedian, who said, if you got to be with like baby Hitler, right? Like if you got to be around like a young Hitler, what would you do? You know, and some people were like, oh, you'd kill him. And it's like, no, he's still a child. <laughs> like who could who could actually kill like a, a, a like even if you know that this child is going to turn out to be, you know, one of the most horrific human beings on the planet. When you're faced with like looking at a child, I mean, you like if you're a normal, reasonably sane person, you're probably not going to be able to actually kill you know, a baby, right? So what he had said was, you know, if I was face to face with him, I would buy his artwork. (laughs) I would buy his artwork. I would encourage his, you know, his creativity. I would encourage his art. And I mean, if you if you know anything about Hitler, I mean, a lot of what became really painful for him, which I mean, it sounds so dramatic, but you really don't know, you know, what goes on with people, you know, what would have happened if maybe he had received the love that he needed when he was growing up? I mean, maybe that would have maybe that would have changed things. Who knows, right? So I truly do believe that everybody deserves the kind of love that they need to show up as their best selves. And again, it begins with you. You know, feeling unworthy of love is your job to fix. It's all on you. You know, no one else can do it for you, unfortunately. Unfortunately, no one else could do it for you. And 
you know, like I said, we can't outsource our love. We can't outsource our happiness. We can't outsource our healing. You know, we can only be assisted at best. The work still remains your own. A lot of the times you'll hear people say, you know, I purchased this course, so I read these books and, you know, my life didn't change. It's like, well, did you actually apply any of what you learned or what you read to your own life? Did you apply any of it? Did you try any of it? Most of the times it's a no. That's typically why a lot of people, I think it was Gary Vee, people asked him, you know, how do you give so much information out for free? Like, aren't you afraid that people are going to like become better than you or whatnot? And he's like, if you really were to look at how many people actually apply the advice that you give them, it's such a small, small percentage of people that it's really not anything to be frightened or threatened by. Um, And that that stuck with me for a really long time. So always make sure that you are, you know, whenever you're learning about something, if you're learning things from this podcast or if you've purchased any of my ebooks, you know, really ask yourself, how can I apply this into my own life? How can I make this, you know, how could I try this out for myself? You know, what can I do? How can I apply these things? You know, don't just listen and read things and then just like move on to the next thing. Um, you're not really going to get the results in your own life if you're just idly listening. Um, next, create boundaries, okay? Create boundaries and protect your peace, energy, and priorities. You know, it's okay to say no to things that you're not excited about. It's okay to say no to things that don't just don't fit in with where you're at right now. And again, I've said this before, you know, boundaries are so important and your priorities are your priorities and they can shift, you know, depending on the season of your life that you're in. It's totally okay. Um, Sometimes, you know, there's points in your life where certain things will be more important than others, you know, that's totally fine. You know, what you say no to today can be something that you'll say yes to later on if it makes sense for you, but that's the important part. It needs to make sense for you. Okay, so saying no to things that you aren't excited about is truly saying yes to the things that do. Okay, so when you say no in service of being able to have the time, energy, and resources to say yes to what does is what's paramount. It's so important. It's so important in creating a life that you are not just happy with, but also proud of. Okay, because a lot of the times, you know, we kind of get down on ourselves because we don't feel like we've done enough. And you know, that's something that everybody feels. And I think that it's normal. I think everybody, no matter what level of their life they're at, no matter what level they're playing at, everybody, I think, feels like they could have always done more. I think that's just part of the human condition. Because I mean, maybe, you know, maybe obviously, like the more you know, the more time goes on, the more you know, the more you learn. So you look back and you're like, oh, I could have made that so much better knowing what I know now. That's normal. But, you know, really learning to say no will help you to have more to be proud of in your life so you don't feel that as intensely. So we only have so much time and energy to invest. And a lot of times we forget about that because, I mean, it's so easy for us to make sense of and quantify things when we're talking about money, okay? When we're looking at investing our time and our energy, it doesn't really always compute to us as easily. Like we can't, it's not as concrete to us. Uh, But when we're talking about like money, that makes so much more sense to us. Like we can actually quantify that. But it's the same thing when it comes to your time and energy, because no matter what you're talking about, no matter what the situation, the circumstance, opportunity, you have to consider the price and the ROI of whatever you are 
agreeing to taking part of or allowing in your life. Okay, whatever you are agreeing to, whatever you are allowing in your life, there's a price for that and there's an ROI. Everything comes with a price. And sometimes that price is your hopes, your dreams, your sanity, and or all of the above. But not everything comes with a positive return on investment. And obviously, we're not going to always know exactly how things are going to turn out. Um, You know, sometimes you can hope for the best or something makes sense initially. And then you're like, well, that was (laughs) that was not at all what I was thinking was going to happen. It happens. But it's important to, again, go through life not not blindly, you know, like think about things when whenever you get the chance to think about things and consider, you know, what's this going to cost me? And what's the return on investment? How am I going to feel after this? What am I getting after after this? Um, and is it is it adding to my life? Or is it subtracting? Okay, and usually the writing's pretty much on the wall from very early on. Okay, so when you do the work to better yourself and create that stable and healthy environment for yourself, You're going to be so much pickier about what and who you allow the opportunity to disrupt that peace that you worked so hard to create in the first place or worked so hard to get back in the first place. This is often why when people say, you know, should you um, take back an ex or something like let's say there was a relationship that, you know, it took you a really long time to heal from and bounce back from, you know, typically that's usually when the people will come back looking for you. And oftentimes it's kind of like, I'm not going to just like, I'm not going backwards. Like I didn't do all of that just to come back to the same situation. You know what I mean? And, you know, people, people do change, but it doesn't happen often. Okay. It doesn't happen often enough. And it's important to, if you're considering, you know, taking someone back, I mean, that's a whole other episode. Um, But I mean, you have to make sure that it's actually a better situation and you're both coming back better. But we'll, I have a whole episode on that. We'll get to that next week or something. Um, Anyway, allow yourself to feel however you feel. Difficult times are often made so much more difficult because we are either using the time that we could be using to grieve and heal to make ourselves feel bad about feeling bad. So much of the time we use that time that we are supposed to be, you know, grieving and healing, but then we're like beating ourselves up for needing to grieve or needing to heal you know we're making ourselves feel bad about feeling bad or um, what's even worse is you know trying to suppress your emotions sometimes that's what we do at that time that we could just be using to just heal and grieve and to allow that to be okay we like extend it past way past necessary because we're we're slowing down that healing process with the, you know, feeling bad about feeling bad, trying to suppress the emotions. All right. Releasing negative emotions is very healthy. It's very healthy. And it really allows you to get past things so much more quickly and easily. If you're just allowing the negative emotions to just flow out of you, it's so much easier and speedier of a recovery than, you know, feeling bad about feeling bad and beating yourself up for, you know, having emotions and being a human being. You know, it's totally okay to be a human being, you know, be a compassionate observer of your emotions. Like I said, you know, be your own best friend, be a compassionate observer. You know, if you're sad, allow yourself the space to know that it's all right to be sad. You know, you know that it's going to pass because pretty much it always does. Um, You know, let it out and you'll figure it out when you're less upset because you can't really think rationally anyway when your emotions are heightened. So there's almost no sense in, you know, trying to hatch a plan immediately. 
you know that the emotions are going to pass and you're going to probably have a totally different perspective when they do. So it's best to give yourself the space to just, again, heal and use your time and energy in service of healing rather than trying to slow things down by making yourself feel worse about feeling. And then lastly, make promises to yourself and keep them. Okay, as I said in a recent episode of the podcast, the saddest part about not following through on what you say you're going to do, it's not about not producing the results and reaping the rewards that you could have gotten, right? It's really a deterioration of your self-esteem and your self-trust. The saddest part about not following through on what you say you're going to do is not reaping the rewards that you could have gotten if, you know, you did what you said you were going to do. I mean, that sucks. But what's really the worst part about not following through on what you say you're going to do is the deterioration of your self-esteem and self-trust. Okay, when you don't follow through on the promises that you make to yourself, you're basically teaching yourself and reinforcing the idea to yourself that you cannot trust yourself. You cannot trust your word. And if you can't trust yourself, does it even matter if you can trust someone else. So many of the times, and I did an episode about, you know, people who have trust issues. Look, I've got trust trust issues too, but at the end of the day, I know that I can trust myself to do the right thing when I need to do the right thing, okay? I can trust myself to not overinvest to the point that it could be, you know, completely catastrophic to my life if things don't go right. Um, I know that I can trust myself as far as that goes, but not everybody, not everybody feels that way. You know, so a lot of the times people worry about, can I trust this person? How can I trust again? I'm, you know, I'm terrified. Listen, if you can trust yourself to do what's right when you need to, you're fine. You're ahead of the game. And also to keep yourself ahead of the game is never invest more than you're willing to lose. I learned that from Dr. Phil. I've kept that in the back of my mind and at the forefront when I needed it. And it's served me quite well. So that's all for this week's episode. For more on how to turn your anger, your envy, your disappointments into the fuel you need to love yourself more and be more fearless in the pursuit of creating a life you love on your own terms, you may pre-order my book, The Book on Revenge, Don't Get Even, Get Everything. There's also Manifest Destiny, Secrets Not in the Secret, which is all about manifesting the life you want. If you are interested in either of these or both of these, if you use the code LOVE this weekend, you'll get get a little discount on any of my eBooks. It's my way of saying Happy Valentine's Day. Links to everything will be in the show notes down below. And uh, yeah, that's all for now. I love you all so much and I look forward to talking to you again next Thursday.